What's up, guys? Today I'm going to be doing a podcast on NFL free agency. Um, I think we're four days into it today, and a whole lot has been going on. So many free agents are already off the board. So I'm just going to start this video going right away with my takeaways from the NFL free agency. So the Patriots are desperate. Bill Belichick, he wants some players. He obviously doesn't want to be a rebuilding team. He wants to win now. So they signed tight ends Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry, which is going to be a fun one-two um, tight end combo to watch. And they signed wide receiver Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Byrne. Nelson Aguilar came from Vegas last year. Um, good pickup for them. I don't know too much about Kendrick Byrne, but they're obviously just trying to get players to win now. They re-signed Cam Newton. This was interesting to me because there are, he did not do good at all last year. And they could trade up and get someone better in the draft, but I don't know. Maybe that's just not what they want to do. So, re-signed Cam Newton, which was a little bit surprising, like I've already said. And I think it's possible that they're still going to draft someone and maybe use Newton as a backup, but they did give him a big enough contract to think he'll be starting. So, maybe they're just going to give him one more year. I'm not sure yet. Uh, They signed defensive linemen Henry Anderson and Davon uh, Godchow, I think that's how you say it. Uh, spelled weirdly, but again, boosting their defensive line. They got um, an edge rusher, Matt Judon. They re got they um re-signed Kyle Van Noy. Now, okay, wait, they didn't re-sign him. He was on Miami, but he was on the Patriots before he was on Miami, and now he's back on the Patriots. If that makes sense. And they also got defensive back Jalen Mills. So a lot of big pickups for the Patriots and Coach Bill Belichick here, and I am. Very interested to see how this is going to play out. I want to know if they are going to be any good this year. And, I mean, they're trying to build a team to win now. But no team that's really just gone out into free agency and just done a whole lot has ever really succeeded the following season. So, it's going to be interesting. We're, we'll see what happens. Uh, now I'm going to talk about our our reigning AFC champion and the Super Bowl champions from two years ago, the Kansas City Chiefs, they're making some moves on their offensive line. So they released Eric Fisher and Michael Schwartz this season, and let's be honest, they didn't really upgrade them. They got Joe Thune, who is definitely a good offensive tackle, and Kyle Long came out of retirement to play with them. But I don't think this is much of an upgrade. I mean, Eric Fisher, Mitchell Schwartz, both really good players. Joe Thune and Kyle Long might not be as great at giving Patrick Mahomes some much-needed protection so that he has the time to throw. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be relying a lot more on his legs this season, having to get out of the pocket and run. And eventually, I don't know if this is going to work out well for them. Um, Let's just hope that he stays with the Chiefs and we don't have a Russell Wilson situation where he gets unhappy because he's getting sacked too much. But the Chiefs aren't going to have the cap room here pretty soon to get all these guys, and they know that. Like, They've already paid Mahomes, so he's good. But soon they're going to have to pay Hill. They're going to have to pay Kelsey. They've got a lot of guys. They're probably going to have to play Edwards Kalar here in a few. And their defense in the line is just not going to be as good if they want to keep all these guys. So right now for the Chiefs, it's kind of win now, and hopefully... We still have cap space later. Now we're going to be talking about the Chicago Bears, who, uh, it turns out, they really wanted Russell Wilson. 
They apparently offered Seattle three first-round picks, a third-round pick, and two of their starters for Russell Wilson, but Seattle told them that there's no deal on the table. So the Bears went out of their way to bring in Andy Dalton, who definitely not a Russell Wilson, and it's not, he's not going to be competing for Mitch Trubisky because he already signed with another team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they only signed Andy Dalton for his experience, to, and they're going to draft somebody, maybe Mac Jones, someone like that, and they're only brought in Andy Dalton as a mentor for him because they gave him a one-year deal for $10 million, which is okay, um, but it's obviously he's not their long-term answer. But they really wanted Russell Wilson. But this also shows that Seattle is saying that no Russell Wilson deal is on the table. Wilson is going to be a Seahawk next year, just like Deshaun Watson is going to be a Texan next year. Whether they sit out or not, we'll have to see. Whether Wilson is mad about the fact that they turned him down, because he did say he would want to go to the Bears if there were spot or if there were teams that wanted to trade him or to trade him to. Um, they did say he, he wanted to go to the Bears as one of his potential options, and he really would have been great on the Bears, who already have a good enough defense to get wins. Uh, they've just been struggling at the quarterback position. They did make the playoffs last year where they lost the Saints. Um, Wilson could have completely changed them, but the Seahawks say he's off the table, which it means for any other team that might want to try and get him you know, Wilson's off the table. Like, Vegas was apparently, I don't know if they were interested, but they had a chance of getting him. But the Bears were definitely the most interested team. And the Seahawks said they wanted three first-round picks for Wilson. And the Bears did that and more. So I don't know if they meant, like, three first-round picks this year, because that's just a little insane. I don't know. I don't really know why Seattle turned this down. I mean, this is a really good, it kind of depends on who the two starters were. Um, I'm thinking maybe one of them was Nick Foles, if he's a starter. I'm not really sure. And the other one probably could have been someone on their defense or maybe an offensive line member to help improve the Seahawks' offensive line, which is one of the reasons why Wilson wasn't very happy with them in the first place. But Russell Wilson isn't going to the Bears. Instead, Andy Dalton is. But I think he might just be a, a mentor to someone who they can get. They could trade up in the draft. That's always a possibility. Um, And they could keep their current draft spot, maybe just get, like, Mac Jones, or maybe in the second or third round, they could take, like, Sam Ellinger or one of the other quarterbacks that's in here. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, Another thing, though, the Buccaneers, they're pretty much going into this offseason with the the mindset, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. Uh, they gave Brady a contract extension, re-signed Gronkowski, re-signed Chris David, or Chris Godwin, and they uh, re-signed linebacker Levante David. So for the Buccaneers, it's just we're just going to run it back. We're going to do what we did last year. I mean, it obviously worked. They won the Super Bowl. Um, and they gave Tom Brady an extension that guarantees he's going to be playing until he's 45. And they also re-signed Gronk for another year. Uh, they re-signed Chris Godwin and one of their best linebackers, Levante David. The Buccaneers are going to be good again next year. They're not really going to lose anyone. It doesn't look like they're going to gate anyone really either, but it's better than the Chiefs, who mostly didn't really lose or gain anyone, if you kind of think about it. But the Buccaneers, they didn't prove, but 
who needs to improve after you won a Super Bowl. Um, and then one of the best free agents, if not the best, Trent Williams, he decided to re-sign with the San Francisco 49ers. They gave him a massive contract. It was worth like over $130 million, I'm pretty sure. And the Packers re-signed Aaron Jones for four years and like $48 million. Now the Browns. Andrew Barry is a great GM. We've never had a good GM before until now. He re-signed Rashard Higgins. And Rashard Higgins was a real team player. He was really loyal to the Browns. He took a $2.6 million contract just to stay on the Browns. Like He we he knew he wasn't going to get paid on the Browns because we have other people to pay. We're going to have to pay Chubb. We're going to have to pay Mayfield at some point here. It's just going to happen. And we had to improve our defense. Higgins knows this, but he wanted to play for us so bad, he could have made twice, maybe three times the money he's making now. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster just got an $8 million contract to play with the Steelers. Rashard Higgins is better than him, in my opinion. I mean, unless you count his TikTok channel, then it's not as good. But he, Rashard Higgins, he took a pay cut just to play with the Browns. He could have got double the money. He could have gotten six mil somewhere else. Like, that's he is a really solid receiver. But he's also Baker Mayfield's favorite target. And he also came out and said, he said, tell Andrew to send me the papers and I'll sign where it says to sign. He didn't really care what the money was. He just wants to play for the Browns. And that is awesome. Uh, he, just like real team loyalty. That's not really something we've seen much in any professional sport. It's pretty much wherever you get the most money. But for Rashard Higgins, it's the team he wants to play with. We also got two great members of the Rams secondary. And again, it's just Andrew Barry is like, he's pretty much going into this. He's like, wow, we don't have a good secondary. The Rams have a really good secondary. Let's just take their key members. We got cornerback Troy Hill, safety, John Johnson III. Uh, Troy Hill is signed for four years. I think John Johnson's also signed for four years. Um, I know Johnson's making a bit more money, but both of these really key parts. Uh, the Browns did lose cornerback Kevin Johnson, but... Troy Hill is definitely an upgrade over him. So now we have Denzel Ward, Troy Hill, Greedy Williams at cornerback. We'll have John Johnson, and I think we'll probably get another safety somewhere, maybe in the draft or maybe another one in the offseason. We'll see what happens. And then we also re-signed Cody Parkey. I was expecting a bit of an upgraded kicker, but I guess it doesn't matter too much. I mean, he can hit the field goals he needs to hit, and maybe we can get some, you know, good college kicker the seventh round. I don't really know if there's any good college kickers. I don't follow that too much, but I mean, I like Cody Parkey. He's pretty solid. He's consistent when he wants to be, and overall, he's a good kicker. Uh, we also signed Edge to Karis McKinley to go opposite of Miles Garrett, and that's pretty big because we didn't get J.J. Watt, but to Karis McKinley is still pretty good, former first-round pick. And then the a- in the AFC East, they've definitely made the most moves. The Dolphins and Bills both made moves. The Jets are also restarting their rebuild. But the Dolphins signed Jacoby Brissett to mentor Tua. They came out and said that he is not going to compete with the job. He's only there to mentor him. Tua is their starting quarterback. I don't know why they're so committed to Tua, but apparently they are. Uh, I kind of liked Fitzpatrick more than him last year. He did better overall. Tua wasn't great, but... I don't know, the Dolphins are really committed to him. So I think they they think he's their franchise quarterback. And they're just going to get him another mentor. Apparently they didn't think Fitzpatrick was good enough. 
They also signed wide receiver Will Fuller, so that'll give to another target Will Fuller and Devontae Parker. That's going to be a pretty good receiving combo, and actually those were my two starting receivers on my fantasy football team last year until Will Fuller uh, turned out he was on um, steroids. I don't know exactly what it was. I don't care too much. They also acquired linebacker Benedict McKinney, or McKinney, yeah, it is McKinney, from the Texans, and they gave the Texans defensive end Shaq Lawson more moves just to boost their defense a little bit. But I do like the Dolphins' moves overall. I mean, they gave Tua a new mentor. Maybe they're just going to give him one more year. I mean, he was a rookie, and he didn't get much time to prepare. So I can understand why he might be going into this. But then at the same time, in a state that's more locked down, California, you have Justin Herbert coming out of nowhere and just blowing everyone away. I don't know if he won Rookie of the Year or not, but he definitely deserved it. Um, but now we're going to move on to the Bills, who signed Mitch Trubisky to back up Allen. Obviously, it's not going to be much of a quarterback competition if they even decide to waste their time and hold one at all. They also got linebacker Matt Milano for four years. They have wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders signed on for, I think, a year, and offensive tackle Daryl Williams. Good moves for the Bills. Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a good number two receiver to... Um, I'm forgetting his name. I'll remember it soon. But they have a really solid receiver. He was on the Vikings last year. What's his name? Whatever. Anyways, Emmanuel Sanders is going to be a good number two receiver. This is just going to make the Bills' offense a little less one-dimensional. They're also going to need to get a running back because they still kind of lack in that area. I mean, they boosted their line a little bit, boosted their linebackers, and they got a good enough backup to do the job. And now the Jets, they're starting their rebuild. They got wide receiver Corey Davis for three years. I don't know who's going to be his quarterback. It could be Sam Darnold. It could be Justin Fields. Uh, it could be Zach Wilson. could be Trey Lance. I don't know. Pretty much the only guarantee is this draft is that Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall. Other than that, it's kind of wide open. And then they also signed defensive end Carl Law- Lawson for three years. A uh, good pickup, boosting their defense. But I like that they have some talent at wide receiver now. I, I kind of hope that they give Darnold one more year. I mean, it's not his fault. Like, he had no talent around him. Like, I guess they have Brashad Perryman. He's pretty solid. But he's not as good as, you know, Corey Davis. Corey Davis is going to go good with the Jets. And I kind of want them to give Darnold one more year. Darnold had a lot of talent at USC. He was... um. I think it was a top 10 draft pick in that one draft with uh, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, that one. This is definitely the best draft for quarterbacks since that one, though. And that draft has a lot of starting quarterbacks. I think it's like four. Yeah, I think four starting quarterbacks right now. That was also the draft in which Josh Rosen was drafted 10th overall. Um, And there were apparently 10 mistakes made before him. I'm not quite so sure I agree with that, but... It's okay. But yeah, I like how the Jets are starting the rebuild. They gave these guys decent enough contracts so that they'll be around for a while so that they can get more players, add more talent to their team. And I hope they give it back to Sam Darnold, but we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, The Bengals give Joe Burrow some help. They got defensive end Trey Hendrickson for four years. That's going to really help them out. Hendrickson is pretty amazing. They got offensive tackle Riley Reef to help protects Joe Burrow. 
They signed cornerback uh, Chidobi Awuzi. I don't know too much about him, but they also signed cornerback Mike Hilton for four years, former Steeler. So now they're going to have a better defense. Hendrickson, Hilton, both really solid. Upgraded their time, their line a little bit with Reef and another cornerback in uh, Awuzi. So good job to the Bengals. They're giving Burrow a lot of help here at some key pieces because Joe Burrow is amazing. He could have won D- or Rookie of the Year if he didn't get hurt. Then again, Justin Herbert was also really good. It would have been fun to see who won between them. But Joe Burrow, he needs some help with the Bengals. They gave it to him, and I expect they'll take another offensive tackle in the draft, and maybe they'll trade up for a wide receiver, maybe one of the Alabama guys. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Staying in the AFC North, the Steelers, they're not looking too good. For whatever reason, they decided to re-sign Juju. I have no idea why anyone would ever want Juju on their team, but that's okay. But, yeah, they gave him one year for $8 million, and Juju Smith-Schuster's back on the Steelers. So good for him. They lost Bud Dupree. They lost Mike Hilton. They lost Tyson Alu-Alu, and they lost Mike Feiler, and they released Vince Williams. Steelers have lost a lot of players, and they haven't done a whole lot to get them back either. Um, it's possible that James Conner's not going to be with them anymore either. And Ben Roethlisberger isn't getting any younger. They're losing linemen. They've lost two offensive linemen. It's going to be a rough year for the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, I hope he's still alive after this year. Um, Texans are... They're really trying to make Deshaun Watson happy. They don't want him to sit out. They've made a move with 22 players so far, and that was this morning. Um, They could have made more by now. They acquired quarterbacks Ryan Finley from the Bengals, and they got Tyrod Taylor. This is just in case Watson sits out because it's very possible he will sit out because the Texans are kind of ruining his career right now kind of ruining his prime. I can completely understand why he would want a new team. Uh, Ryan Finley was a solid backup. He beat the Steelers last year with the Bengals after Joe Burrow got hurt. And Tyrod Taylor's just been getting unlucky. He, um, in his first year with the Browns, he was in there as a starting quarterback until he got injured with a minor injury. And then Baker Mayfield took over, played well enough so that he got the job going for him. So then Tyler Taylor went to L.A., starts for L.A., and then some idiot was apparently trying to, like, inject something into his ribcage. I can't remember exactly what. And he punctured his lung. <laughs> like, what an idiot. And then Tyra Taylor, he can't play that game. Justin Herbert comes in, blows everyone away, gets the job. So Tyrod Taylor has been very unlucky so far. However, he was a solid quarterback for the Bills. Um, it was a while ago. It was five years ago. I don't know exactly when. But he was solid, and he could definitely be solid again, just in case Watson sits out. They also got running back Mark Ingram, wide receivers Andre Roberts, Alex Erickson, Dante Moncrief, Tight ends, Ryan Izzo, Farrell Brown. Cornerbacks, Desmond King and Terrence Mitchell. Linebacker, Christian Kirksey. Defensive tackle, Malik Collins. Obviously, these aren't all the signs. These are just the biggest ones. And these are some really big signs. They added a lot of talent at wide receiver. They added a running back in Mark Ingram, who is definitely good enough to get the job done. They added two tight ends, Ryan Izzo and Farrell Brown. And on defense, 
Terrence Mitchell, Desmond King, huge additions to the secondary. They got linebacker Christian Kirksey, and they got defensive tackle Malik Collins. This is really good Texans team, and they still have the fourth pick in the draft. Wait, no. Oh, wait, no. They traded that away. My bad. Uh, I was going to say they could have gotten a good receiver, but no, they they gave it away. Why would they want to pick? Um, but, yeah, they don't have a pick in the first round. Again, the former Texans GM, Bill O'Brien, he's making this really hard for their new GM. Urban Meyer is already changing the Jaguars around. He signed Carlos Hyde. He signed wide receivers Jamal Agnew, Philip Dorsett, and Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is probably the best out of these. They gave him a year for, I think it was seven mil. Um, really good receivers, though. Obviously, they're going to draft Trevor Lawrence, giving him a lot of talent with Carlos Hyde, Agnew, Dorsett, and Jones. And then on the defense, they got Shaquille Griffin, former Seahawks. He's a really solid cornerback. And they also got a defensive end Tyson Alu-Alu from the Steelers. Good end. And they got safety Rashawn Jenkins. So Jaguars boosting every aspect here. Urban Meyer is going to be so good for them with the amount of cap space and draft picks that they have. They're going to they have guaranteed Trevor Lawrence. It's going to be this is going to be a really good Jaguars team in a couple of years. I don't think this is going to be a one-year rebuild. Maybe like two or three though. And then just some of the Bigger free agents. The Titans ended up getting Bud Dupree from the Steelers. Raiders got Yannick uh, Nagoku. The Cowboys gave Dak Prescott a massive contract extension. This is the extension he was wanting last year but never got. Four years, $160 million. That's got to make anyone happy. That's a lot of money for Dak Prescott. And then the Washington football team boosts their roster. They got Brian Fitzpatrick for a year. I like this. I liked how Fitzpatrick played last year. He was a really solid quarterback for the Dolphins, and he's going to be good with the Washington football team. And they also gave him another another weapon in wide receiver Curtis Samuel to go along with uh, Terry McLaurin. Really good. That's two really good receivers, Samuel and McLaurin. They're... I don't know. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. And then they also got cornerback William Jackson the third, And the Saints, they have two quarterbacks. They re-signed Jameis Winston on a average contract, and they gave Taysom Hill a massive contract. Four years, $140 million for a guy who is probably not going to start. The Saints really like Taysom Hill. I don't understand this at all. Why are you giving him so much money? He was your third-stream quarterback last year. And he's getting $140 million. Like, sure, he's their do-it-all guy. Like, he can do tight end, he can do running back, he can do receiver. But he's not, like, an absolute stud at every single position. He is not worth $140 million. So, maybe if they couldn't bring back Jameis Winston, I could understand this a little bit more. But they did bring back Jameis Winston. And I hear that quarterback competition is getting heated because it's already started. So, that's gonna, I'm going to be interested to see who starts week one next year. Um, I don't think that whoever does end up winning this job is going to get every single game. I feel like they are going to be switching in and out quite a bit. We'll have to see what happens, though. But yeah, Taysom Hill gave him a massive contract. A little crazy. And the Cardinals got Shaquille Barrett and J.J. Watt. Really good rushers. Uh, it's going to be a good rushing team for the Cardinals. Still understand why J.J. Watt would want to go to the Cardinals instead of the Browns, but... He can do what he wants. It's a free country. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you all later. Goodbye.